This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. From high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Harvey Stadium, here's Bob Herpin and Greg Pecco. Back to live action here for the start of the fourth quarter. Big game by Ryan Duffy for eight yards, and the change of field means second and two from the 49-yard line. To hand off to the left side again to Graziano, but he has stopped behind the line of scrimmage. Looks like he lost about one or two there. Yeah, he was able to get a few yards that time. Well, this could possibly be four-down territory here as they're facing a third down. Well, they were generous and gave him a spot back to the 48, so it is only now a third down and three. Form off of Newtown here. And they should be able to convert it. Just you know, give a handoff and let Graziano take care of business. Again. Right, exactly. Left, right, up the middle. Let's see his power benefit the club. Johnson under center. Is a handoff to Diaguardi. Across the 50, easily gets the first down. And he is wrestled down by five Haverford tacklers just shy of the 45-yard line. Excellent play there. Excellent run. Another first down as Marble Newtown continues its drive. Another another good uh, job by Diaguardi there, using his quickness to get into a hole and make his way up for a first down. Showed flashes of brilliance in the second half, specifically the fourth quarter last week in the loss to Garnet Valley. And maybe once again he's going to show his chops in front of the home crowd for a little late charge. Yeah, I mean, it, it would definitely, it's definitely a good thing to see all these guys playing real well today, real, real well. Alf split wide to the left this time. Man in motion. Fake handoff up the middle. To Graziano once again, just gets barely across the 45. Maloney in there for the Hazard Fords once again, the, the linebacker for the Fords making another stop. He's everywhere you want to be, <laughs> except unfortunately right in the path of Marple Newtown ball carriers, as he has been easily almost a dozen times tonight. Well, he, he had it a lot easier in the first half, but they found ways to, to contain him on the defensive side. Marble's been able to get around him later in this game. Haverford back on its heels a little bit. Second and nine now for Haverford at the 44. To pitch again to Graziano. He goes across the 40. Across the 35. Breaks a tackle. Up around the 32. Gets down to the 31 there as he's met by two Haverford tacklers. And if possibly those tacklers weren't there, Graziano could have bounced outside yep. towards the right sideline again and Haverford. gone all the way. On the stop. Another big gain, another big first down from Marple Newtown. Once again, driving the ball with that same fervor and ease as we saw on their first possession of this contest. And it, yeah, that was a nice job, nice run there by Graziano, using his his ability and his ability to run in space and, and take over take over the ball game kind of right now for Marple Newtown. And, you, you know, he's ready to saddle up the team and take him downfield on, on his back. He's uh, using the power in his legs to. Push forward and his upper body to stay square and uh, using his, his eyes and his brains to focus and he shifted there. You saw in, in the course of a eight, nine yard run, shifted course twice yeah. to elude a couple of tacklers and also uh, jumped over a guy. Show, showing his, his uh, senior wits on how to run the ball and really get downfield. And that's what you want out of your senior leadership is 
you know, in a situation like this, just keep running the ball and show them, guys, let's, let's keep on fighting, let's keep working hard here and, and, and give the hometown crowd a show. And as long as Haverford is going to be back on their heels and, and giving them the five or six yards, it's only going to benefit Marple Newtown in the short run and the long run. So it is a fresh set of downs for the Tigers at the 31 now. First and 10. Vince Christiana again split wide to the left. Graziano, the lone man in the backfield. Runner center Graziano gets again, gets across the 30, up across the 25 before he's pushed down, and there you go. Another positive, excellent gain and a good run by Graziano. Kevin White on the tackle for Haverford that time. So a nice job there for Haverford. Uh, but Marple Newtown moving the ball again, and, keep, and if they can keep this moving, they'll be in the end zone in about a minute. As this drive is taking just about a minute and a half already. Second down and three gain of seven on that play. From the 24-yard line. Graziano and Duffy now in the backfield. No wide receivers. Man in motion from left to right to hand off to Graziano once again. Looks like it doesn't get much further than maybe the 23 or 22. They look like number 61 on the stop. Nick Racino for Haverford. And somehow there's Pat Maloney emerging from a scrum of about 12 players with the ball. <laughs> he probably just, at the, at the point where his uh, Graziano's forward progress was stopped, I guess at that point you, know, you just oh, are able to wrestle the ball out, but the play's dead. Yeah. So that's all for naught. So now third and two. It's another generous spot. Gave him forward progress with one yard gain on that carry. Another big third down here. Let's see what they can do. Johnson under center hands it off. Nope. That time he doesn't hand it off. Another fake to the outside. Number 61 again. This time he tried to go to the left. I don't know what he saw downfield, but Haverford was right there in the backfield to drag him down. Uh, You know, on third down, you've you've been running the ball a lot. Might as well try one through the air. Play action, maybe. That's going to be a loss of four. And you're in four-down territory, so, you know, go for it. Throw it up and see what you can do. Fourth and six from the 27. Big test of will and fortitude here for the home club. Run out wide to the left. Duffy's on the right. Graziano in the backfield. Johnson under center. It's a handoff to Graziano. Gets up across the 25, the 20. And he got that gets first the first down. down and more inside the 20 to the 18. Nice run and good blocking downfield by Duffy as well. Able to hold off a defender to give Graziano the space to lurch forward and get that first down. Oh, excellent. First down on four excellent, excellent blocking at the line and to enable Graziano to be able to shift from the inside to the outside to get that extra yards and take that good angle towards the sideline. And on a fourth down along like that, that's a lot of confidence you guys have if, if you're willing to call that. And that's great. Great confidence. Good good to see that the Tigers are starting to really come together here. Tigers finally taking control. First and 10 from the 19. Come on. Alf set wide to the right. Hand off to Diaguardi this time. He's met at the line of scrimmage but is able to push forward for a couple. Pat Maloney there on the initial stop of Diaguardi but able to... Diaguardi able to lean forward for a few yards. But again, even though there's a stop, it's all positive yardage. So as long as you keep Haverford moving backwards and able to be flat-footed on all these tackles, you're going to get an extra couple 
one or two yards in each try. Just chip, 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 chip away, and eventually find yourself in the uh, the area where they give you six points on that board. Still plenty of time left. Seven minutes to go, third quarter. Trailing 30 to nothing, but moving the ball well. Second and eight from the 17 now. Gratian, a lone man in the backfield, to hand off to him again. Tries to push off the right side. Is sealed off. On the outside and dragged down by looks like number 32 there. 22. Number 22. 22. On the tackle. Matt Moriarty. First time we've heard his name in a while. That's a good thing from Marple Newtown, but again, all you need is that one little push and one little ability to turn, and that could have turned into something extra special. All you need is a little crack, a little opening, and if you find it and you hit it correctly, you're going to go into the end zone and get your points. Another crossroads on this series. Third down and six from the 15-yard line now. Again, this is not quite in field goal range, so you think you pick up four or five on this one, on this run or play. You go fourth down. Johnson under center hands off this time to Ryan White. But he really goes nowhere off the left side for no gain. But you know, throwing a little wrinkle in there. Throw someone new in there and, and, and see what he gets you. And Ryan White, who was also uh, profiled on Eye of the Tigers blog this week, uh, uh, an up-and-coming sophomore for this team on the defensive side of the ball, but here he can also play the offensive side. Lanky, 5'10", 161-pound. Halfback and defensive back there gets his first touch of this game. So now, with no gain on that play, facing a fourth and six from their own fit from. Haverford's 15 with 5 minutes and 40 seconds to go. Interesting to see what the play call is going to be here. Maybe our head coach Ray Gianta and the offensive coordinator has uh, something in the bag of tricks, something that we, maybe we haven't seen yet. Well, you know, you never know. Or, you know, if Haverford might be thinking, thinking the same thing, and you go right back to your base offense in the wing tee, and you do give the ball to Phil Graziano and see what he can get you this time. He already got you one big fourth down run. See if you can do it again. He got eight yards on fourth and six from the set 27. So we'll see what space and time opens up this time around. As they're taking a little bit of extra time and deliberation here, giving everybody a little bit of water, a little time to rest, maybe to focus mentally, get themselves prepared for that, you know, a rush and a push and the land is ours. A little a little see your future, be your future pep talk. Exactly. You get your touchdown. So here we go. Duffy and Diaguardi in the backfield now. Ron Alf split once again as the wide out to the right. Johnson under center. Comes up with a roll out to the right. He's got a man in the end zone. Quiet Pass falls incomplete in the end zone, and he was just about mugged. Was Ryan White being forced out. At the right side near the back of the end zone, near their back right pylon. He had his fingertips on the ball with a foot in bounds, but if he wasn't harassed the whole way, he might have come down with it, and it looks like that call may go Marple Newtown's way. Well, great call there by the officials that time. Ryan White got pushed by two guys before he, the ball was even anywhere near in the vicinity of him. Good call by the officials. And there you go, fourth down. You call, you call a little play... Uh, here and you get a penalty and, and now you're on the doorstep. Ancient Roman proverb says fortune favors the bold. Well, Marble Newtown was certainly bold there and the move has paid off. First and goal from the eight-yard line now. Let's see if they can cash in. Let's 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 bring out the bulldozers, gentlemen. 
Handoff this time to Duffy on a fake. He's only able to get a couple yards, maybe to this five or six. Looks like number 61 for Haddiford was in there on the stop. Nick Rossino. Gain of one or two on the play. Second and goal from the six now. Graziano is still not in the backfield. It's Duffy along with Ryan White once more. Alf split wide to the left. It's a handoff to Duffy once again. But he is barricaded up at the five-yard line and pushed backwards. Let's see if they're going to give him any kind of positive progress on that rush. Well, looking down at the bench here on the sidelines, not a good sign. Phil Graziano looks like he's... Uh, we were playing with some tape on his ankle, but as of right now, he doesn't look like he'll be coming back real soon. Well, we'll get a status update as soon as we know what's going on. In any case, third down and six. Third down and goal from for third down and seven from the seven-yard line. Under center again, Johnson. It's a keeper. But he is sealed off at the right side. Tried before he could turn upfield on the right side near the sideline. He's sealed off and dragged down for no gain there. Matt Moriarty using good closing speed to get on the heels of Johnson and take him down behind anyway, the line. If it wasn't for that last little dive that Moriarty had, Johnson could have broken up. So another field. fourth down, but fourth downs have been good to the Tigers the last two they've had. So, oh, But this is a little bit, little bit testy waters here. It's fourth down and goal this time from about the nine yard line timeout we're going to take some time to figure out what they're going to do here well it worked for them last time even though they didn't get the score last time they were get the get the uh, flag thrown and get an automatic first down so try it again and see what you can get and if not you just uh, know that you have the confidence to go for it here. All right, and you bury the opposition deep in their own territory. And with this timeout, we will also take a break. 3.35 to go in this third quarter. Marple Newtown trails Haverford High 30 to nothing. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. We are set to go. Fourth down and goal from the nine-yard line. Marple Newtown looks like they're going to go for it with Duffy and Diaguardi in the background in the backfield. No wide receivers. It's a roll out to the left. It looks like he has a man downfield, but Johnson's going to keep it, and he is rolled out of bounds inside the five-yard line. Well, good effort, good effort there. He he did what he had to do. He pulled it in. He didn't like what he, what he saw on the end zone. He didn't want to risk it. And, you know, he pulled it down, tried to run for it. And it didn't happen for them, but it was a great job there. All lanes, offense. a good job to read the play, all, but all lanes were sealed off by that tenacious Haverford defense. So, Haverford, though, gets the ball, even though they have the lead, they get the ball at their own five-yard line. Well, maybe they'll fumble the ball and give it right back to Marple. Exactly. And it only takes one. 
Only takes one to get the ball rolling. And Haverford did not fare well in their two times with the ball deep in their own territory in this game. The only two times that they did not come up with a score that was not halted by a turnover. There's a handoff to the right side to Pergolese. Gets up across the 10, across the 15. Dragged out of bounds at the 17-yard line. So that looks like that is another first down for Haverford to move the chains. Ron Alpha on the stop from Marble Newtown. Good job downfield, uh, stopping the run from the edge. 3.19 to play in the contest. And it is indeed a first down. They are spotting the ball at the 17-yard line of the Fords. McGrath and Olinger in the shotgun formation. Handoff again off the right side to Pergolese. Gets across the 20-25. Across the 30, meets a man at the 35 and pushes him all the way across to the 37-38 yard line yet again. Another big chunk of yardage taken up by Haverford. Number 40, Matt Vandergriff making a tackle downfield for Marple Newtown to shut down a run and keep it from really getting busted open. 3-8 to play. One wide receiver now for Haverford. Split to the left. Number seven, Edmund Howie. First time I think we've seen him mention his name in the game, but there's another handoff to Pergolese, and he is absolutely shut down behind the line of scrimmage. Looks like for a loss. Number 72, Christian Whiteside in there right away for the Tigers to make the stop. No gain on the play there. Second down and 10 for Haverford. McGrath under center once again. Howie split wide to the left once more. Pergolese, the lone man in the backfield. McGrath decides to take it himself this time as he tumbles forward across the 40. And Haverford just kind of in kill clock mode here. But Marble Newtown continuing to fight on the defensive side to stop them at, at any time possible right now. All right, the one thing we can say is they haven't really, they haven't given up big gains like we saw against Strathaven or Garnet Valley or even Conestoga. They've had that bend but don't break attitude throughout the whole game, so that's something to build on in the future. Oh, it's a very positive aspect of tonight's game. Gain of five, ball at the 42-yard line for Haverford and a third down. McGrath under center is a handoff to Pergolese again, gets across the 35, has the first down across the 50, pushed down across the 45. Once again, Ron another big chunk of yardage there will run out there with a stop again another leg tackle and another first down for Haverford they're moving the chains once more as the clock winds down 1 minute 30 seconds to go in the contest a gain of 13 yards and that will be a timeout Marble trying to really just hold on here from the defensive side and just work on things and continue to progress as, as they have to this point, and they've done a real nice job here tonight for, for the defense. And after the early going, Marple Newtown's defense has absolutely shut down Haverford's nascent passing game. And they've limited the rushing offense to maybe three, four-yard gains at a pop showed signs in the late going in the first half of being able to totally shut down Haverford's rushing attack but as you see 
A little bit of fatigue is set in. Haverford is also a ball control offense like Marple Newtown. Haverford has just had the better time asserting themselves today. But that does not mean there has not been excellent key plays by key personnel at key times. As you see, McGrath takes a snap, and he will take a knee on first down as he will wind down the clock. As the uh, situation for Marple is, is very, very good, as, as they've done, like we mentioned earlier. There's a few plays where things just were a second off, and one second can be corrected real easily. This team's going in the right direction. They're starting to get better. They're, they're really, really playing as a team now, and, and the future is very, very bright. And not just necessarily for next year, but for the rest of this season, it looks very, very good for the Tigers. McGrath under center again on first and 12. He loses a couple yards on the knee. Takes the knee again. With under a minute to play here as Marple Newtown heads into the back half of back-to-back home contests. Next Saturday it will be a 7 o'clock start against Springfield High School right here at Harry Harvey Stadium. It should be an interesting matchup. And the Tigers with another week of practice will be a lot better prepared. And you know they were, they were really well prepared today. Like I said, it was just a very, very tough game. And a few things here or there would have changed the momentum completely around. I think in favor of the Tigers. And Kevin Johnson had a nice game. Graziano had another great game, really carrying the load on the offense. As you see McGrath take the final knee. As the seconds tick away, four, three, two, one. And another front in it has come to its timely conclusion here at Harry Harvey Stadium on the campus of Marble Newtown High School. Your final score, the Haverford Fords, 30 Marple Newtown Tigers, nothing. We'll take a quick break and be back with the wrap and a pack. After these messages, you're listening to the Tigers Radio Network, exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Back here once again at Harry Harvey Stadium for the wrap-up on Haverford's 30-0 victory over Marple Newtown Tigers. Marple Newtown, though they are 0-4 now, heading into a less hellish portion of their schedule now. As we look ahead next Saturday, another home game, the back end of two in a row against Springfield. Then they also play Friday, October 3rd, away at Radnor. And then the following Friday returning to Harvey Stadium against Lower Marion High School before that big matchup against Ridley High away <laughs> at Ridley. Yes, we saw so many good things tonight despite the, the loss, things that you can sense, get the sense, Greg, that Marble Newtown, maybe a little couple more reps in practice, a little more confidence, a little more speed. There's just about a half a beat off, and they're right there. They're moving in the right direction, and that's what you want with a young team. Like we said, 21 sophomores. 32 underclassmen in all on this team. So obviously, you know, to have a team do what they're doing and really just, you know, the mental mental state of them is very, very healthy. They are very, very confident right now. And they're moving into a game on a Saturday, which I encourage a lot more fans to come out. I know Fridays are hard, but Saturday evening, a little different, you know, toss up, a little different day in the schedule. And 
you know, people should come out here and support this team, but because this team is going in the right direction. Sometimes it starts with the fans, and they get the oxygen from the fans' output. Gives that home field advantage deeper meaning right from the get-go. As you see, the offense move the ball as well through most of the games they have through the previous three. The defense making key stops at key times. You get the sense that they're they're about a, one or two plays away from cracking a big one, a big sack, yep. a big fumble recovery, a big interception. They're going to need that, and they can do it against a Springfield high team that is in the middle of the pack, and a win here against Springfield can do a lot to boost the confidence of the Tigers while also uh, maybe sinking the, Spring, the Springfield Cougars a little bit. Yeah, the, the Springfield Cougars are another team sort of in the same boat as Marble Newtown Young. And Springfield's dealing with a little bit different situation. They have a new head coach that's coming in trying to build that program up. Marble Newtown, a program that's in the process of revamping and just kind of changing over from a, an, old, an older, more experienced team to a younger team. And we will be there as we offer all home games. That start time is 7 p.m. on Saturday, September 27th against Springfield High School. And to wrap things up, I'm Bob Herpin for Greg Pecco. Faithful play-by-play man, engineer, and executive producer Jim Alsman. Once again, the final score, Haverford High, 30, Marple Newtown, Tigers, nothing. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network, exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers football on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Have a good evening, everybody, and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Our next podcast from Harry Harvey Stadium will be presented next week on Saturday, September 27th, when the Marple Newtown Tigers play host to the Cougars of Springfield High School. Kickoff is set for 7 p.m. Until then, for Bob Herpin and Greg Pecco, I'm Jim Alsman wishing you a good night from Harry Harvey Stadium at Go Tigers!